Welcome to this ter- to this week's terrific teachers. Today I'll be interviewing Mr. Groom. How are you doing, Mr. Groom? I'm very good, thank you. Shall we start? Sure. First question: Where do you live? And please tell us five interesting facts about your hometown. Um, so I live in Beito, which is a few stops down the MRT towards Tamsway. Um, but my hometown obviously isn't there. My hometown is somewhere called Woodford Bridge. So I tried to think of some interesting facts about Woodford Bridge or Woodford, which was hard to do. But I spent some time on Wikipedia, so I do have four. <laughs> if you're willing to hear about them. Sure, of course. Why not? So the first one was that during the war and after the Second World War, Winston Churchill was actually MP for my oh. area. So Winston Churchill was the Prime Minister of... England during the Second World War, and he's very famous. And he has a statue in one of the green areas of Woodford. Um, I was born in somewhere called Leytonstone, and for some reason, loads of famous people that are British were born in the same hospital as me. Maybe not at the same time, but David Beckham and I were born in the same hospital, probably Whoa. like 10 years apart. So <laughs> he, as long as many other... British celebrities were born in in that hospital for a reason I don't actually know. Uh, thirdly, there's a famous TV show called The Only Way is Essex, which only really the English teachers might know. It's not really for children to watch, but that is actually filmed in a lot of the places where I live and where I went to school. Have um, you watched any of them? I've watched it and it's terrible. So oh, okay. I don't <laughs> recommend it. To any of the teachers watching. It's not really for children. Uh, It's a show for adults. In any way, if we said it was terrible, I wouldn't watch it myself. Good. (laughs) It is very bad. And the last one is that I found out that Sylvia Pankhurst, who was a leading suffragette, um, Mm. if you know what a suffragette is. Mm. (laughs) um, Not sure. Suffragettes were a group of women who campaigned for women's rights and campaigned for women to have the vote um, before women were able to vote. And Sylvia Pankhurst was one of the, yeah, was one of the main... She wanted to change herself to the Rangers. Maybe, I don't know. But she lived where I'm from in Woodford um, during that period of time. So there's not a lot of famous stuff about Woodford from now, but if you go into the past, you can can find some stuff. So I learned something today. Yeah, well, if you didn't know about this country, town, yeah, yeah, town, sorry, about this town, then here we go. Five, four interesting facts. There we go. Uh, The next question is pretty a common question, but this can learn a lot about you. What are your hobbies? My hobbies, I think my main hobby is riding my bike. And you might know lots of teachers at school like to ride their bikes. Mr. Myersco. Uh, Mr. Myersco. Yep. I'm sure he loves to tell you all how wonderful um, he is at riding his bike. Mr. Gamble. Gamble like Mr. Preston. Mr. O'Donnell. Oh. Miss Hodgson likes to ride her bike. So there's lots of us that like to ride our bikes together. And some of the teachers from the high school too. So oh. I'd say that's my main hobby. Some of my other friends like to laugh at me and say that I enjoy working too much as well. So maybe because I like it. Is that a hobby? 
Yeah, um, maybe that is. I also like working. There we go. So I like doing homework. Maybe they're the main two things that I do. Yeah. So wait, <laughs> and playing on my Xbox. I like playing on my Xbox when I have some time. But that's not very often. Mr. Gal was just staring at me like, why do you like homework? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is weird hobby, maybe, maybe. But we all got weird hobbies ourselves. Yes, yeah, that's true. Next, we have from your experience as a teacher, what are the most fun parts of being one and what is the most challenging thing for being a teacher? Mm, so I thought that I really like ideas and how ideas are made up and the processes people go through to find ideas. So I think one of the most enjoyable parts of being a teacher is finding out the ideas of the children mm. in my class that I teach and seeing all the different things that they think about and trying to help them with their ideas process, if you like. And then the most challenging, well... Being a teacher is one of those jobs where you never feel like you've finished your work. There's always another thing to do or, you know, you can think, oh, how could I help the children a bit more? So it can be a bit exhausting if you are always thinking in that way. So it's challenging because you have to try your best not to become exhausted, if you like, and you have to almost stop yourself a little bit. Yeah, I do agree. I love helping people. So if I was a teacher, I would love helping children, watching children do their work, and just helping them makes me happy. Exactly, yeah. And challenging, yeah, definitely agree. Not being exhausted is really hard. Uh, and next, we have Year 6 had a field trip to the aquarium this week. Nice. Yep, <laughs> nice. So I am wondering, which marine animal do you like the best? I really like the animals that are really deep at the bottom of the sea Babies. where it's really dark and it's pretty much, you can't see anything. So the ones that have like their own, they produce their own light or they're transparent. And there's one called an anglerfish, I think. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like got the light bulb On the head? popping out of his head yeah, or yeah, her yeah. head, I guess. So it looks quite fun. It also looks quite scary, but I just like the idea that there's a, uh, an animal that has their own light and it looks like a light bulb. <laughs> I think that's quite cool. Uh, my favorite marine animal, I don't really have one, but I do have some favorites. So uh, I really like orcas. Uh, I like dolphins. I also like, like clownfish. Nice. Clownfish. Um, Nemo. Nemo. Yeah, Nemo. Mm -hmm. The very famous movie, Finding Nemo. And... Uh, yeah, I guess that's the only ones that I really like about. Cool. Uh, <laughs> number five. What was your favorite and least favorite subject when you were a kid? This was a, this was a good one. Um, I think when I was at school, I really liked writing. So I liked English class and I liked history. And I still like both of those things now, so... Um, I just like learning about the past and seeing about what life was like and how the things people did before help us learn about what we can do now. Um, and I like writing stuff so and that process of writing. So I definitely enjoy both of those classes. Um, and I did quite well at them as well, which I think helps you enjoy them. Which then, 
unsurprisingly leads to the two subjects that I did least well at at school, which were science and maths, because I was (laughs) terrible. And it's a bit of a stereotype to be good at those things and then bad at the other things. But I'm really bad at remembering facts and things Mm -hmm. like that. So it meant that I was really bad at remembering an equation that you need to know to work out a particular problem. Or there's that little like science fact that you have to remember that helps you know how something works or why something happens. So because I seemed to be terrible at those things, it didn't help me in science and maths class. But as an adult, I've become more interested in in those things and realised that they can still be fun even if you don't have to be great at it to to make it interesting. And I've certainly learned that as a teacher. I also love writing. Um, Maths isn't my least favourite, but... Yeah, I guess it sometimes still sucks. <laughs> but it, but it still helps with your life, though, because you use it daily, every single day. Good save. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, what was your most memorable childhood memory? Um, I thought back to when I was at high school, and I did lots of running when I was at high school. I was in the athletics team, and we always competed in the national championships of athletics. Um, and one year, we got to the final a few years, but the, fir- the second year we went, we got to the final, and they, at the end of the day, they would put you all out on the track, and they would announce the results. So they'd say eighth place, and they'd say the points, seventh and sixth, and all the way up to first. Mm-hmm. And the tension you felt when your name wasn't called at eighth, and then you're like, oh, okay, maybe we'll get seventh. And then your name's not called. And gradually the, the tension like- and tension builds up and up. And that one year when we finished first, how we felt when they announced the score that came second, they couldn't even hear the name of that score because we were all cheering so much. <laughs> um, and our PE teacher told us that if we won, I don't think they thought we were going we to win. They would take us to McDonald's afterwards on the way home. So we all went to McDonald's and the team that finished second was at the same McDonald's and us oh. because we came in with our trophy and we were waving it around. Um, <laughs> um, so that was a good memory for me um, whilst I was at secondary school. Let's give a clap from Mr. Groove. Oh, yeah, thanks. For his amazing running skills. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't run fast, so I... If I got in, I wouldn't be first, trust me. Uh, next question. Which one do you like better, cats or dogs? And please explain why. I like cats. Maybe because when I was a child, we had three cats. So my entire life we've had cats. So I only know about cats. But I think that dogs take a lot of work and commitment. And you can't be lazy if you've got a dog. Because they want to run around all the time. Yeah, whereas you can be very lazy when you've got a cat. In fact, I think cats, they don't really care about you. They just do whatever they want. They, they find you in an inconvenience in their life apart from when they want some then, food. And I quite like that, that an animal has those qualities. And that if you want to talk to the cat, it will just walk off because it doesn't care about your feelings. <laughs> and I quite like that. Whereas dogs, they're much harder work and they're like, they really want, want to make you happy. Mm. Um, I just like that cats don't care about you, but yeah. we care about them. That's cats and that's dogs. Dogs 
really uh they're really energetic and mm. they need a lots of love from their person who's kind of taking care of them they need lots of work to take care of just like you said uh but cats are just like i'm too lazy i'm just gonna sleep not gonna care exactly i like other people's they're dogs. cute though i do like Both dogs but just not i wouldn't have one myself uh, all right i've always wanted a dog though but uh my parents are just too busy to take care of a pet so yeah i can't but maybe when i grow up i can definitely adopt a dog but if you would like to adopt a dog, then I would suggest getting a, st- a street dog because they're just sad. Street dogs are sad. Hopefully we can help them become happier. Yeah, of course. Treat them like you want to be treated. Anyway, let's get the sad part away and let's move on to the happy side of the questions. Okay. Would you rather trade intelligence for looks or looks for intelligence? I thought this was a very good question. <laughs> Seems like Mr. Gamble didn't know what the <laughs> questions were. Um, I, I thought trade, it was a... Sorry, trade would imply he has one of those qualities to, to trade for the other one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you know, I didn't think about that. I thought it was a good philosophical question to ask. Um, I think I'll keep my intelligence. Same as me. Which suggests that I don't have any good looks. Um, you know, if you look at all the people that run the world... None of them are that attractive, so <laughs> you know yeah. it, it's good. Um, it's good for people, old people like me, to have intelligence, and it's good that the bold community are celebrated <laughs> in that area of life. <laughs> uh, I would also choose intelligence rather than looks because it doesn't actually matter what you look like. It's mat- it's a- it, it matters actually what's on the inside. So that's a much if you look um, superficial, if you look superficial on the outside, be like. Hey, I'm so beautiful, and then you're like, and then inside, yeah, it's just like, ug- just your inside is ugly. Inside is kind of mean. Then you want to be pretty, but if even though you're kind of not as pretty as the others on the outside, but you have a warm heart and inside, then you're pretty. That's just what it That's really what matters. Counts. Yep. And if you're intelligent, you uh, win many awards because you're smart. And you'll become rich. <laughs> uh, next one is something related to books, but also kind of like a choice. If you could be any Harry Potter character, who would you be? So I've never read any Harry Potter books or watched any Harry Potter films. That's what a disappointment. Yeah, what a disappointment, <laughs> because Harry Potter books are amazing, and the movies, even though the movies, sometimes they don't have the exact same thing as in the books, not all the details, but it's still my favorite movie yeah. in my whole life. I've though. been to the studios in, in Watford, and that was that was impressive, but people just kept telling me, oh, you have to read Harry Potter, you have to watch the films, it's so uh, yeah. great, and that made me never want to read or watch any of it because everyone kept talking to me about it it was irritating so i kept away from it as a point in principle but you Um, should watch it i have one good harry potter fact though so my brother loves harry potter and he loved jk rowling and he wrote her a letter this was very early early oh and she sent him a handwritten letter back so it was before she was super famous and she had time to write letters properly to people which i'm sure she probably doesn't now um and he then moved into a new room in our house. We all switched rooms. 
And in the move, he lost the letter. Oh. So he had a handwritten letter from J.K. Rowling and then it's now no more. What a bad loss. Yeah, what a terrible bad loss. loss. That could have funded his trip around the world, probably. Wouldn't have had to get a job. Well, I would be, even though you don't know any Harry Potter characters, but I would be either Hermione Granger or Harry Potter. For Harry Potter, because he's a very adventurous and he has lots of experiences, like going to the Triwizard Cup, which you probably would die, but I won't mind. Uh, but because you get to adventure through all of these exciting challenges, and I really love challenges, and Hermione Granger is really intelligent, and I like to be intelligent, so yeah. Which character yeah. do you think Mr. Groom would best fit in the Harry Potter series? Um, let's, uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hard. Maybe. Um, Eve that shall not be named? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, not Voldemort, not Voldemort. They're doing jokes I don't He's know the meaning <laughs> of. <laughs> Mr. Groom isn't that mean. Mr. Groom isn't evil and trying to kill Harry Potter. So maybe he would fit Harry Potter. Maybe. Oh, great. Because Harry Potter's adventurous. And his looks? Yeah, pretty much with glasses. I heard Harry Potter was bald with a beard. An, uh, an older kind of. Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah, older Harry Potter. I agree with Mr. Gamble. Um, the tenth question: If you could be an actor in any movie, what movie would you be in? So I like f- movies that have something to do with like somebody who finds it something really difficult and then they overcome a problem. Um, so I'd like to be in a, that kind of film. Oh. When I was younger, I loved Cool Runnings, which was a film about the Jamaican bobsled team, and. They were able to overcome a difficulty and then, you know, everybody respected them at the end. Um, so I don't know exactly which movie I'd want to be in, but I'd want to be in a movie like that where it's about somebody who finds an aspect of their life difficult or maybe people aren't treating them very well, but they manage to prove that, um, you know, if you, if you work hard and you keep trying, then you get there in the end. Yep. Uh, I Mm, uh, I can't choose one. Can't choose one. Too many. Too too many movies. So yeah, I can't sum it up. If I could get an actor to play me, you probably don't know who this is, but the teachers will know that I'd probably get Larry David to play me because he's. um, Lots of my friends say I'm like him, but he's he's a bit grumpy and bald, and he wears glasses. So that's a good similarity. (laughs) And he tells people things that they might not necessarily want to hear, and. That's kind of his character, and sometimes that's what okay. I do. Okay. Grumpy, you say? So you say you're grumpy, huh? Some people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like it, but... Thanks. All right. Uh, for Le- what, Who is he called? Larry? Larry David. Yeah, I think I heard him before, but I'm not really sure about him, though. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just youth, youth. Younger people these days. Don't really know these people. (laughs) This question is probably going to show your talents, what you're good at. And of course, you all know, what are your talents or what are you good at? So I'm guessing a talent is something you can be good at without necessarily having to practice very much. Yes. So 
I said I was quite good at running it. I can run somehow without doing much practice. So I guess that's a talent. Yeah. I can go a really long time as well without wow. any food or water. Good so stamina. Maybe I've got good stamina and I'd be good if I got left in the desert or on an <laughs> island because yeah. I don't get hangry and I don't seem to get dehydrated. So maybe that's a talent. Wow. Does that count? Yeah, of course that counts if you don't really practice and straightforward you can run you have really good stamina and like you said maybe you can be in a desert without any food or water for a few days yeah i should try maybe uh, and then my <laughs> par- parents tell me that i'm really good at getting people to do things Persuading. that i don't want to do and i don't know if that's true supposedly that's a family trait and my grandma was good at that and my uh, dad's good at it and then supposedly i'm very good at it so dna i don't think i'm like <laughs> that but my family do uh, maybe that's a talent. Maybe, I maybe. Practiced that, yeah. But that is a DNA, though. Probably. Uh, last question: Is there anything that you really want to share with with us about yourself? But I didn't ask about it. Um, I don't think so. I think you've got some good questions here. Come on, you should tell us about something. I don't really have anything. I want to hear the bonus question. This is the bonus question. This is it. What was Mr. Gamble's bonus question? Uh, playing the guitar. Playing the guitar? Mm-hmm. I made him sing, by the way. Oh. You should listen to him singing. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> he does sound good. My parents says he does. And he says, he's, I'm just being kind, but it's actually true. Like, I'm not kidding. For those who haven't heard Mr. Gamble singing guitar, I promote to listen to his amazing guitar skills and his amazing singing. I heard that some point in the future, and I hope I'm not doing a spoiler, Mr. Gamble is going to be doing a special show for everybody. Mm. Maybe he could add in to his special show a singing element. Yes, that would be perfect. And Mr. Gamble is shaking his head no, but that probably will happen. I think that would be fun. Yeah. An annual event. Me singing. (laughs) So one. <laughs> is it on another show f- for here oh maybe i missed it the last <laughs> one i listened to was with mrs bottomley but i must have missed it in between well i'm gonna look for that it's uh the interview before this one the, the one just, oh we missed one last week yeah oh right yeah definitely then tomorrow that's what we're doing and this is the end of the interview Thank you for coming, Mr. Groom. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you a lot. Have a very nice day and good and lo- and a lovely weekend. You too. Thank Goodbye. you. Goodbye. Bye.